Hi. Welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your boss. He went to a swingers party this weekend and saw his old high school teacher. Guess who he spent the whole weekend with? I could be reading from the ex-high school cheerleader. You know the one. Yeah, she really did do the whole football team. And possibly, she won't admit it, but most of her college ones too. I could be reading from one of your neighbors. He secretly dresses up as Marilyn Monroe and acts out all her parts on the weekends. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay, so I want to say thank you to an anonymous listener, he didn't want to be identified, that sent me a fellow post on Instagram from No Context Brits. I love their stuff. I already followed them, but I didn't see this, and I guess it was an ad over in the UK. And I know occasionally, I haven't done it in a very long time. I used to pull up ads on like the missing connections and stuff like that from other various places that people would uniquely ask for sex that always, I find that very intriguing because you can't ask for hookups on places like Craigslist and stuff like that, like blatantly ask for them. So you have to be do the innuendo type of style. So I find that very amusing. So this is not from there. I don't know what paper it is from, but it is from apparently the UK. And so it goes, man to dress in pink wetsuit and play the bagpipes while I masturbate. Call Alan 07 and then it blacks out the number. No weirdos, please. So you know, I kind of want to laugh because it's it's unique. It's definitely out there and explorative as we like here. And see, that's where my logic kicks in. I, I would really want to know where did this all come from? And is this just a one-time really thing kind of hard kink that you really want to try? Because that's, once you start talking about kink, the the window of, and people that are into it gets smaller, right? And I'm going to guess this is one of those things, and I could be completely off, wrong here, but I mean, you guys could have a whole coalition country 
full of people that get off to masturbating in pink wetsuits and bagpipes. I'm going to guess it's possibly somewhere warm, though, but I could be completely wrong. You could be up in Antarctica, and I have no clue. However, <laughs> I would really want to know what what about this is this peeling and what it makes you think of and feel. And I know most of you out here are laughing because I, I chuckled too. I'll be completely honest because it's not my thing. But kudos to you if that gets you off, if that's what makes you completely happy, if that's what makes you explore and find your new center. I am 100% behind you. The other story that he sent to me was, and I'm, the article he sent me was from Outkick. It's naked UK man caught having sex with tree at the Queen Elizabeth Gardens. I had to read it twice to really believe him. You know, to believe, and sure enough, if you actually just Google man having sex with a tree, it pulls up New York Post and several other, you know, news outlets. Yes. But apparently, it interviewed this couple or these mates that were out in the park and they did get pictures of them. And there is this picture of this gentleman. One of them, it looks like he has his pants down and shirt on. And the other one where he's completely naked, clothes discarded. And <laughs> I have not, apparently there's a video floating around. I have not seen the video I, I actually just haven't looked for it. I've been thinking about it and every time I get distracted doing something else, but apparently there's a video. Okay. But apparently what got me was the officers were called the way the article read, the officers were called to the gardens. And like I said, the way it read to me was they kind of let the guy finish having caressing, kissing, sex with this tree and then took him into custody. But he's been, you know, just to let you know, you UK people, he's been released on bail and they're still looking into this. I it, I haven't found anything else about it, but so yes, but I hope you wore a condom. Is that how you guys say it over there? Because my first thought was as soon as they said he was rubbing his dick all over this tree and getting off was splinters. You know, and I mean, what if you got a splinter? So that was my first thought, you know, and I guess he just made a new, you know, new thing about tree huggers, maybe. I don't know. So send your crazy sex stories, your sick, sick, crazy sex ads my way. And we'll get them to appear on your show. I I guess each their own and we all embrace the sexiness of a story, right? What do you guys think? You have to let me know what you guys think of the article because I really want to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, this took place two years ago, and it still was and still is my first time having a threesome, cheating, and being a sexual with a woman. This is also my recollection of the events that took place. 
from a hazy, intoxicated memory, so some details may be slightly inaccurate, but all in all, this is what I remember happening. I've been having doubts with my relationship of five and a half years and was out with my friend Sarah having some drinks. She's around 5'8", blonde, green eyes, and a killer body. Her boobs aren't as big as mine, but they're still a great size and amazing peachy ass. The weekend before, I had shared a kiss with a mutual friend of mine, Sarah's, Alex, and was telling her about it out of guilt, since I was in a relationship. Alex is a medium height, around 5'11", blonde hair, blue eyes, and a husky voice. I'm shorter, about 5'3", brunette, brown eyes, slim and busty, 8 double D. The night wears on a few drinks and a shot or two later, and who walks in but Alex and another friend Beau. Sarah rises eyebrows at me, and I know exactly what she's thinking. I should talk to him. Let him know how I feel about the kiss. I refuse, of course. They join us for some drinks, and we act like though nothing had happened. A few hours later, the four of us end up back at Beau's place, drinking wine and generally having a good time. Bo goes to the kitchen to grab a glass. We should have a threesome, Sarah jokes to Alex and I. We laugh it off, not taking her seriously. Bo comes back and Sarah and Alex disappear through the kitchen dining area, and Bo and I joke around. He manages to convince me to attempt to do the splits, which is difficult in jeans, so I take them off and give it a go. I'm most of the way down when the other two walk in. Katie, where are your pants? Sarah asks realizing how stupid it looks. I get a bit embarrassed and put my jeans back on. We're all laying in the hallway, quite heavily intoxicated, as it's now around 2 to 3 a.m. All right, guys, I'm off to bed and I have to go to work tomorrow, Bo announces. We bid him goodnight, but we don't make a move to leave just yet. Sarah proceeds to say, shall we go? Alex and I look at each other, unsure. She's dead serious. She gets up and grabs my hand, pulling me up and dotes the same to Alex. Follow me, she says with a cheeky grin. And stupidly, we do. This is a bad idea, Alex says. She leads us through the bedroom, up some stairs into an open attic type area. It's pitch black with no one could see a thing. We're giggling and bumping into each other until finally Sarah grabs me and carefully strips my shirt off. She starts to kiss me, and Alex comes up to me from behind and unclips my bra before sliding the straps off and then fondles my breast from behind while kissing my shoulder. I can feel their hands roaming over my body and starting to get turned on. Alex, take off your pants, Sarah says. I can hear him obeying and start to get excited. I've had a thing for Alex for years. Sarah starts to strip and Alex takes her place kissing me and begins to unbutton my jeans. He peels them off, but before it can go any further, Cher asks, Can I go down on you? Shyly, I say, Okay. Oh my God, Alex says, and I can feel for his penis, and he groans. Sarah spreads my legs and finds me with her tongue, swiveling and licking at my pussy. Alex kisses me while playing with my nipples, and I continue to follow his hard penis. Can I stick it in your mouth, he asks. I pull him closer instead of answering and rub my lips at the head of his shaft. I can feel the pre-cum beating up and lap it up. Taking him in my mouth, moaning while I'm doing so, as Sarah continues to eat me out. 
Do you want to fuck her, Alex? Sarah asks. Fuck yes, he replies, and they switch places. Alex starts to lick my pussy, and I can't help but the loud moan that escapes my lips. Shh, Katie, you have to be quiet, Sarah says, giggling and covering my mouth with her hands. She lowers herself to my breast and begins to nip and suck my nipples. Alex guides his penis into my opening, and he pushes further into my soaking wet vagina. I cry out, and it's muffled thanks to Sarah's hands still across my mouth. Oh, fuck, that feels good. You're so tight, Alex whispers. He sets the pace and lifts my ass off the ground and onto my knees, holding my legs in the air as he pounds into my throbbing pussy. Sarah goes between kissing my mouth, my neck, my breast, and I could feel the heat rising inside of me. Sarah clamps down hard over my lips as they continue to pleasure me, moaning loud despite her hands. After a while, Sarah says, Do you mind if I have a turn? Alec pulls out of me and Sarah and I switch places as he starts to lick her pussy. And I start to kiss once again. This time it's my turn to fondle her boobs and a bit awkward. I've never had a sexual experience with another woman beyond kissing and I'm hesitating. Feel my tits, Katie. She breathes. So do I. It feels strange, but I do it anyway and eventually lower my head to lick her nipple. Mm, yes, like that, she says and holds my head. Alex starts to fuck Sarah, and she's moaning quietly unlike me, while also whispering sexily, Oh, fuck, Alex. You feel so good inside me. Do you like fucking my tight pussy? As we continue to fool around, time is escaping us due to our mutually broke, drunken states. At one point, Sarah says, You can't come inside me. I'm not on anything. Oh, shit, me either, I say. Realization dawns on me that when we all stop, each of us have partners at home. Quickly, we all get dressed. It's still pitch black, so trying to find our clothes was quite the challenge. We all rush down the stairs and gather what we can and leave, hoping Bo didn't hear anything. He did, FYI. I broke up with then my then boyfriend that day after. Sarah and I still mischief when we drink together, but have never done anything sexual again. Alex and his then-girlfriend broke up about a year and a half after this happened, so about six months ago. Sarah is still with her man today. Katie. Okay, I'm going to say at first I thought that Sarah and Alex were together, but apparently no, that each of them had different partners. So... This is kind of hot. I mean, this, it's all hot to me. I know you guys know that, but wow. You have three friends that are with three separate different people and they didn't know and they had a threesome. Could you and would you, if you were sexually attracted and drunk to your friends, step over that? I know it's called liquid courage for a reason. And I think it does give us courage. I well, I know it does give us courage to some degree. But here's the thing. I think even though there was the one time that I did have sex with a friend and years and years and years ago. And I look back at it and now I am one of those examples of no, it shouldn't have happened. 
but I, it didn't bother me because I wanted it to happen. He apparently didn't. He wasn't ready for that. And that's okay. We were the bestest of friends and sleeping together caused it to not be so. And I'm okay with that. But I don't think I could have sex with two of my friends, period. It's not like that. I, I can't think of any friend that I'm friend friendly with, or definitely not my bestie, that I would want to have friends with them or fr- sex with them. And I could think it would get too complicated. So I would like to know the aftermath. Well, I guess we kind of do. Because Sarah and Katie didn't mess around, but she didn't say anything about Alex. And that's the key there. I would not know if either one of them have messed with Alex again. And would you, and I think the temptation would be there. Uh, for me, no. For my in situation, it, it's not there. I haven't seen him in, oh gosh, 20 something years. So for me to want to have sex with him again, no, I well, I guess maybe I'd have to see him again, but I can't. I have a lover. So it only reason I question myself is because I brought it up. So would you? Would you take the chance of having a sexploration threesome with three of your friends or two of your friends or however many of your friends you wanted it to be, even though each one of those particular individuals were with somebody else? And how would you think you feel the next day? That's something I want to know. Dear Nikki, my husband went on a trip with his job for two months. During that time, I went out to town to a convention expo. We've been married for five years and I've never fooled around on him ever before. But he can't say the same. It was one time occurrence and he did apologize, but it still haunts me to this day. At the expo, I met two really cute guys that had just been out of the college They kept hanging around and talking and cutting up with me. There were drinks being served and we got pretty wasted. They asked me to go back to their hotel room and have more drinks, and I accepted. I said to myself at the time that it was just drinks, but underneath, I knew. I knew what was going to happen. I justified to myself that it was the right since he had did it and it would make us even. On the taxi ride over, I sat between them in the back They started both taking turns making out with me. I'd never done anything like this before and found myself so incredibly excited. We arrived and went back to their room. We just tore into each other, throwing our clothes off. We had oral sex and regular sex for over three hours. It was the best sex in my life. I fell asleep between them and in the morning we had sex again. They got another taxi and took me to my hotel. After shower changing and spending another day at the expo, they found me and we did it all over again. They are both from other states, so I probably won't see them again. I didn't say anything to my husband, but I will soon. Anonymous. I like how she pointed out she knew. We all know it's never just drinks. Yeah, never, ever, 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 ever. But I like that she took the shot. I'm not a tit for tat type of person. Um, I do believe what in karma, I do believe what comes around goes around. Even anything I've ever done, eventually it'll come around to haunt me or bless me. However you want to look at it, karma can work both ways, right? 
So are you a tit-for-tat person? Do you believe one action deserves another? Would you, if you had the chance, take that out? If you knew your partner or partners or whatever we're talking here did something like this, if you're not in a, or you haven't had the talk, if that was your dynamic, would you have a tit for tat? Would you keep it in your back pocket as a hall pass? I don't know if I believe in a tit for tat. I know it'd be tempting. And I know that I possibly would. But the thing is, I know I don't, and that's okay with me. But I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do a tit for tat. But in this instance, I'm not thinking of a tit for tat. I really got turned on when she was sitting between the two guys and they were taking turns making out with her. That's where I got turned on. And the tit for tat went out the window for me. I love that she knew what was going to happen, even though she was making the story in her head, like, oh, it's just gonna be two drinks. And, you know, and it wound up being exactly what we all knew, air quotes, what was going to happen. And she just let it. And she really freed herself. I am betting that when she got home after doing the tit for tat, and when she does choose to say something, that their sex life is going to be on another level, either not or needs to be worked on or They're going to learn to explore with each other. Like I said, I was watching something the other day. I think it was a clip for a movie. And it said, marriage starts, or relationship starts here and pointed to your heart. And it said, ends there and it pointed to her vagina. And that's very true when you think about it. But that goes back to a little different way I say it, you know, if Sex is part of the chain of any dynamic, no matter how many partners we may have in a dynamic relationship we, you know, choose to have. Sex is a part of it. And no matter, you can say anything else, life happens, I get it, and people in different dynamics have different sexual structures and different things, but we all need to find that way to nurture and keep that chain link or any chain link in our relationships dynamic oiled. Because once one starts to fail, they all start to fail. Going back to the tit for tat, and the more I have talked about it, and the more I thought about it, if this happened to me, this would be a very good tit for tat. And I think I would run with it. Just saying. Dear Nikki, I'm 26. And I work at a small public relations company. When I came to the company, I was first interviewed by a 53 year old man, I found to be very attractive. I became very interested in him. When I got the job, I was excited to learn that I'd be working in close proximity to him on a regular basis. I started the job and flirted shamelessly with him as much as I could. I found out he was recently divorced. This compelled me to ask him out. Ironically enough, the day I decided to ask him out, he showed up at work with a dozen roses to ask me out. I was very excited, but I didn't want to chase him off so I casually accepted and told him I was flattered. That night, we met for dinner at a nice restaurant. He was absolutely charming. I was smitten, to say the least. So when the night was coming to an end, I asked him over to my place. Much to my chagrin, he seemed hesitant, 
but said yes anyway. We started out in my living room, drinking coffee and having a great time. I was so excited to be with him alone that I wanted things to move faster. I went to my room and undressed. Then I called him to help me get something off the closet shelf. This, by the way, was very out of character for me, considering that I'm an extremely reserved woman. But that's what I did. He came in and grabbed me passionately. He pushed me against the wall and began to kiss me. We undressed, and I had the best and most passionate sex I'd ever had. I found out later he was hesitant because he didn't want to seem over-eager. We're still together this day, and the sex is just as good every time. Amber. Well, hello, Amber. How are we tonight? There is something very, very sexy about an older man. I will always say that. You guys know that. I have a thing for a nice silver-haired fox. Nothing wrong with younger men. You guys are very attractive and nice to look at, but I've always, there's just something very classy, very poised and put together, especially the ones that I attract. They're just, uh, they've got it. I've got to say they, they've got it. I have a type. And a little silver does do me in. Just going to say it. I don't know. I've never, it's very out of character for me to throw myself at a guy. I have, and it felt clumsily awkward. Um, like every rom-com that you see of a woman being klutzy, that's how I feel like sometimes when I hit on a, an older gentleman or any gentleman that is, and it just doesn't, it seems, it is just very, very out of character of me. And I don't know how to flirt. And apparently I do flirt, but don't realize I'm flirting or getting flirted with. So I still have that about me as well. But there's something about an older man that takes what he wants, or a man in just in general, or anybody, and I'm not talking about just men here, taking what you want and showing your end to him. There's nothing sexier than that. And both parties want it. So even if you are the shy debutante or just shy, any type of person, there's something about flirting and showing how you want it, when you want it, and that you're really into them. How do you make the first move? How do you let the person that you're into, knowing that you're completely open to anything they want to do to you? Do you invite them up for coffee? Do you invite them up for another glass of wine? Do you ask them to reach the top shelf for you? Huh. I may have to put that last one in my pocket. And what works for me? I'm already short. I think this is a perfect place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, still taking submissions for my books coming up for this into summer, late fall, early spring next year. So content, content, content. Uh, just stick to the rules of the show and I would love to see you there. That's definitely for sure. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we, oh, I don't know, take some stuff off our bucket list. 
I've got a few. What about you? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week. <laughs>